Y'all listening to that 20 by 20 podcast, the best of wrestling, the best of hip-hop. Check it out. Boom. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. High in these potty streets, but we doing our thing. Tell Coco beware, bringing them birds to the ring. Attitude error, WWF on the leather. It's that 2020 podcast. I go wherever your shorty with a frog splash. She look like Sunny, but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping. Yeah, here we go, here we go. This is the 20 by 20 podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan McFly with Shit Boy B I N G Bing, you heard. Yeah, yeah, it's only me and Bing for this week. Woodrow's out doing Woodrow things. Well, shout out to Woodrow, man. Game, you, already game. Know. you already know, but uh, what's going on over there, man? How's everything over there in, uh, in muggy ass Florida? It's, it's muggy. There's a hurricane on the west coast of the of the, of the peninsula, so we getting the the tail end end of the rain. So it's hot and humid as shit, and you know it's 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 July New York weather here in September in Florida. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Because I know y'all niggas is in the fifties right now, and I can't front. I, I kind of miss that a little bit, a little bit, a, li- a little bit, a little bit. I, I know you miss it, but we're we're, like, we're at seventy two at the moment. But you know. I would take 72 nice. over 94 and humid, bro, for real. Like, <laughs> having, shit. And having geckos running all over the place and shit, right? Geckos, lizards, and fucking all the, all the, it's, a, it's, um, uh, it's the time of the year where all the lizard eggs start to hatch and shit. So yeah. I walk outside my, I walk outside my crib to like throw the garbage and there's a billion baby lizards running around all over the place. Right. Like, what the, I be catching them in the crib and shit. My dog ate one the other day. <laughs> Yeah, it was nice. Oh man, you got you gotta love that. <laughs> Florida life. Yep, that you and your ever great ever Everglades, Everglades. lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Central Florida is a fucking swamp. Like South Florida, like the Everglades is a swamp. That's South Florida, but yo, Central Florida is a swamp too, bro. It's just so hot and humid, and like the thunderstorms, the fucking roof shakes and shit. Like, Damn. it's crazy. And then it don't, you know how it, when in the NY you get that summer thunderstorm and it kind of cools off a little bit? Yeah. Nah, it gets hotter here. It gets hotter. Wow. Fuck that. Yeah, man. What's good with you, brother, man? How's everything, brother, man? Yeah, everything's all right, man. You know, just getting back, getting back to the mix of things, you know, going back to work inside the buildings and shit, inside the schools. I mean, let's see how long that's going to last. I have no idea. You know what mm. I'm saying? You never know how long that's going to last. I had some of the some of the some of those openings got pushed back to like October. Yeah, uh, but that's only for certain um certain high schools, like certain yeah, um yeah they they, they, they push back until October first, but we still coming yeah. in on the twenty first. Yeah, they going by districts on that shit, so it's 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 weird. It's weird, you know. It's New, New York just trying to be first at everything, and then probably gonna fuck it up anyways. Just be safe, man. Niggas, oh, that COVID shit has not gone away yet, bro. Definitely. All, bro. Kids are going to come into school. I'm, I'm going to have my fucking face guard on. Word up. L- looking face like guard a, gloves. Looking like a SWAT team member and shit. <laughs> coming to school dressed in all black every day. Like, yo, don't touch me. Yo. Don't touch me. Six feet, six Mr. feet. Kami. Six Mr. feet, Kami. motherfucker. Here, yeah. oh, lights, <laughs> lights on your face. Yeah. Lights on your mouth. Talk to the kid. Have a nice day. <laughs> oh, man. It's ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous. Oh, shit. Weird, bro. It is. It's crazy. I hear they open the schools and shut them shit down right away. I think they'll 
week, they all got closed right now. The only thing open is private school and, and Catholic school because they do different shit and they got the means to, you know, check everyone's temperature at the door and all that extra. But the public schools out here, nah, they shut them down and they, they don't know when they're to open. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, bro. and then in Florida, they were mad lenient with the whole COVID shit. They weren't closing nothing <laughs> down out there. It was ridiculous, bro. Like they talking about, oh, we're masked here and da da da. But yo, this is a this is a Republican state, you know what I mean? So like, if you're in your American flag shit and you're a certain tone of of milky white, you can bitch <laughs> and moan and you can get away with a lot of shit out here. You know what I'm saying? And they were pushing things and this just they just fucked it all up because now all these parents gotta. You know, I, I know people that have had to take um, time off work, have to put in for FMLA to stay home to teach their kids. Yeah. You know, so they're not getting paid while they're home teaching their kids. So they're like, yo, if I'm not getting paid for my job, the board of ed should be paying me. Why not? They're, they're the home, ones taking you know over. They're the ones taking over everything. So, And I kind of feel them on that. I'm like, nigga, throw them niggas a check, bro. You ain't, you ain't like you paying teachers like that. So, you know what I'm saying? Pay somebody it's else, crazy, then. <laughs> Pay somebody else. Word up. It's just wild, bro. Wow, wow. But yeah, man, you know, this crazy 2020 we've been we in, man. It's been a, it's been an insane year, bro. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah, no, nah, it's been an insane year, and um, well, like, getting into uh, wrestling being insane, you know, now there's talks of yes. uh, Daniel Cormier having talks with uh, WWE about you know trying trying professional wrestling. Now he's he's known to be a huge WWE huge fan, huge, fan. huge, huge yep. wrestling fan. But what struck me first is that in the talk, supposedly, he wanted to start as a commentator. As commentator. A, as commentator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I never heard him on... I mean, I heard him once in a while, like, on the UFC on the UFC shows and shit like that. But I don't know how that would translate to pro wrestling because I've never heard him calling a pro wrestling match. Like, it's totally different from anything else. Any Like, boxing right. and... And uh, mixed martial arts like this, you have to be like really animated. You you you're you know you're talking to the people at home. You have to get them wanting right. to wanting to see what the, what the fuck you were talking about. But I don't know how you think that'll translate for him. I mean, I've seen him in interviews, and I've seen him do like you know uh, you know the video packages they do like before a fight, the post the pre match promo stuff like that. He's very very well spoken. He's very intelligent. You know what I'm saying. He could definitely, if he put his mind to turning it into cutting a promo, he probably could cut a good promo. But it is it is different. Like, there's some guys in MMA um, that they talk after they fight. And I'm like, this dude would work in WWE. Just because, hi, like, like um, homie that got knocked out by the Nigerian dude, the, the super Trump supporter homie. Oh, uh, the, the, the Cuban cat from Miami. Nah, nah. No, not the what's his name? Col- Covington, Colby Covington. Oh, Colby Covington. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. He cuts a great heel promo, bro. Definitely. Great. I'm like, that would work. I don't know if Cormier's verbiage style maybe would work in WWE, but then again, you never know. You know, what I'm saying some people come in and and they just take to it. Some people don't. I feel like he can just because he knows fighting. Yeah, he is a wrestling fan, so maybe it would work. But it's a little interesting to me, being that he's, what, 42, yeah. 43 around there? Yeah, I think, yeah, early 40s. I know he's in the right, early 40s. To come in and try commentary first? I mean, yeah, he just lost, and it was his last fight and all that, and maybe he's banged up, and he's still beat up and recovering, and he's not ready to start doing wrestling training. So maybe the commentary thing will ease him into the game, ease him into the schedule, he can get an idea of how things go, and then transition to the ring. 
I mean, yo, dude is nasty in MMA, bro. He's one of the best MMA fighters ever. So I can see him working in the ring. You see how other people are translated, Brock and Ronda, Matt Riddle. You know, there's a lot of people that have transitioned and been successful. So I can see him being successful in the ring. As far as on commentary, I mean, you never know. That That's a hit or miss. A lot of people try commentary, don't work. Shit, Mick Foley, one of my favorite of all time. Remember when he was commenting on that, SmackDown? Yo, dude, it was, it was boring. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. It's like listening right. to your grandfather trying to trying to like explain something to you, and he makes no goddamn sense. It's like listening to paint dry. Exactly. <laughs> Not watching paint dry. Listening to that oh, shit. Dry. Oh man! Shout out, yo! Shout out to shout Sen- out to Senior Foley, Santori. Though. No, Senior Santori. <laughs> That's a Senior Santori line right there. <laughs> shout out to Pop Dukes. Yo, but um. You know, like, a Cormier, he, he said it in an interview where he's like, you know, he, he hasn't watched AEW as much. And I totally forgot. He had, like, this whole thing, like, this whole beef with Rhodes and the Bucks a few years ago. Right. But he said, you know, that's water under the bridge. And, you know, he, you know, them guys don't really show no, I guess, no threat towards him or whatever. Because they were asking him, if you're going to do wrestling, like, well, would you go to a- AEW? And he's like, you know, he's not really about that. Uh, he will go to WWE. He seems his personality is fit, and his name would fit more with WWE. AEW is very new, and he's—I don't think they're established enough to, I don't know, like take a project like that on and guide him. And if he wants to start commentary, guide him through commentary. Yeah. Like, yeah, they got great people that he can learn from with Jim Ross, and definitely Giovanni and Taz and all of them. I personally think AEW got the best. Announced team in all of wrestling right now, just because of the, the three guys they have right now. But yeah. I don't know if Cormier would fit under that learning tree. I think WWE would suit his suit him better. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I think he could be good at it. I mean, if he decides, you know what, I just want to get in the ring. I can definitely see him becoming a champion, going all the way. You know, what I'm saying, have him join the hurt business. <laughs> <laughs> that should have just make him legit right there. That would super make him legit because they can protect him. He don't have yep. to do too much. He can kick ass and they can take care of everything else. You know what I'm saying? It, Definitely. It, you know, listen, it could work. I think he would work in WWE. Yeah, I mean, he has the name. You know, I think it would work. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if the talk comes to fruition. You know what I'm saying? Nah, they announce him. That would be dope. And they just bought that Wade Barrett. So, you know, they got they got, they got got slots they can put him in. There's shows that he can announce. He can do Raw. He can do SmackDown. He can start on NXT. Like, there's a bunch of brands he can... He can work on, and you're learning with, you know, all the announcers learn under Michael Cole, and they learn under, uh, uh, what's his dude's name? Oh my God, Freebird, homie, I forgot his name. Michael Hayes. Oh, Michael Hayes. Those are the Michael Hayes and William Regal. Those are the guys that help with the announcers. So look at that. Look at those three names. Like, uh, that's, that's you know, a good. That's a good uh, trio to learn from. Right, right, right. Definitely, super good. So, I don't know. We'll see. I like Daniel Cormier, so we'll see. We'll see yeah. what happens. And uh, another thing uh, that's been um, going around this hat this. This came from WrestleVote about, I think, like about two weeks ago, like two, three weeks ago, when they put out that somebody who's on a contract that's set to expire soon is thinking about not resigning and just leaving. A lot a lot of people first thought it was Daniel Bryan, because I think Daniel Bryan's contract is one of the ones that are coming up very soon. Right. And he's always said that he might not uh, resign because he wants to be you know, with his family. He just had another kid. He had a baby boy not too long ago. Right. And he really just wants to stay home, kind of be like a stay-at-home diet. You know, he could do that. I mean, he's made he's made great money over the past 10 years. And, you know, his wife, 
she got all her all her stuff, all her businesses she does. So I'm right. pretty sure they set with that, and he can right, stay right. home. But another name that's very intriguing that's just come up through uh you know through the rumor mill is Ricochet. I didn't even know that Ricochet's contract is over after Royal Rumble. So a I lot mean, a lot of people. What are they doing with him, bro? What are they doing with him? Honestly, what have they done with him? I mean, he, he, he was bought up, and he was bought up very, very, him, very early. Him, right? Him, Alistair Black. Remember, they bought up Tommaso yeah, Ciampa, Johnny and Gargano. Gargano. Yeah, right. Yo, you know, without you know that Triple H. you know those four, <laughs> those four were brought up without consoling right. Triple H. Right, right. They just bought them up. Ciampa got hurt, had to have neck surgery. They sent Gargano back down. They kept Black and Ricochet bouncing back and forth between Raw and SmackDown. They were dope tag team. Yeah, I definitely. Don't know why they broke them up. Definitely. Right? That could have worked. They broke them up. Ricochet had his run, US title, you know, beef with a feud with AJ. And then, yo, after that feud with AJ, Shit my went son south. is wrestling on main event. Shit went south. Quick. Shit for was, him. Then they, they put him with Cedric. They had a couple of good matches. Then they lost. And then, they, then he was Bobby Lashley's fucking beat up toy. That's all he did was get his ass whipped for and the past, like, two months. And then they gave and then us. He, and then, they gave us like a slight bit of hope when he won that number one contenders. I think it was like a tournament or a match to go face right. Brock Lesnar. To go face Brock, and he got squashed in forty seven seconds. Like what the what the fuck? Yeah, man. I don't think I don't even think he got one moving. I don't think so Which, either. Okay. Came through I, with, with know, new with new ring gear just to lose. Word, son, nigga look like Nightwing and all that, and nigga got beat the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> on some shit though. It's like, like it's guys like him, guys like Alistair, guys like Andrade, which we'll get into later. But yeah. guys like that that are so fucking talented in the ring, but they're missing something. I feel Alistair Black can talk. No, so do Ricochet. I. I totally agree. Ricochet, right? Ricochet can't. He just can't. Like that promo he cut when he right before he came out to face Cedric Alexander on Raw. Like that shit was the most generic vanilla. Boring ass. You can tell they they didn't th- put no thought into writing it. They just handed it to him and said, "Here, say this." And he don't have the gift to gab. He nope. just don't. I feel like I'm glad, and we're gonna get into this too. I'm glad they put Cedric with the hurt business. I think they Ricochet would have benefited a lot turning heel also and joining them because he don't need to speak. He's one of those guys that his in ring. Can sell like he can be a heel just off the way he wrestles because he's so flashy yeah, and just little cocky. extra things, right? Little extra things after a move, how he'll look at you, how he'll stand there, he'll do a flip and look at you up and down, little shit like that. If he turned that up a little bit and had somebody else talk for him, he would work as a heel. See, he this really is, would. But I I seen that happening when him and Cedric first got together as a team. I yes, seen that I, happen. He was turn them heel. Yo, he would he would just say stuff in mid match. He's like, "Oh, see ya, gotcha." Right. You know, right. and then have these stares and all this other shit. And I'm like, right. "Okay, this could work." But right. the thing is, these niggas don't talk. These niggas cannot talk. Look, a week with the hurt business and Cedric s- sounds a lot better on the fucking mic. His promo was great, and it didn't sound generic. It, it sounded did it. like it sounded like something that came from his own. His mind and his words. It didn't sound like someone handed that shit to him to read it. You know what I'm saying? And honestly, he was never really a great promo either. But being with MVP, who's one of the best promos 
in I don't know the last 10 15 years because when he in his in his run his promo game was second to none on Smackdown when he was the US champion all that nobody yeah. was really fucking with him on the mic nobody really nah and you got two dudes right Shelton can't really talk Bobby Lashley if you watched his TNA world title run he used to cut great promos but they kind of cut him off with the legs at, with that in WWE and they didn't let him talk the promos that he did have that were good when he was with Leo Rush, remember that? Yeah. Like those, he, he had some, he can do it if he really needs to, but being with MVP, you don't have to. Somebody like Cedric and Ricochet could have benefited from that so much. Cedric is going to reap the rewards from this crazy. And if you if I was Ricochet, I would not resign. I would not resign. I wouldn't jump, run away. I wouldn't right away run to AEW. Cause there's a there's other places he can go to. He can go to New Japan. There's other there's other things that are opening up now that he can go to. Like, I feel like if he ran to AEW, he, again he would get lost in the shuffle because there's a twenty niggas on that roster that can do the same thing he does, yep. and half of them can talk. That's his problem. He got he needs a mouthpiece. And I I think he was with a manager. You know. Yeah, but he was see he was already being exposed even in NXT. You know, even with the little times he got the mic, but it's just like NXT is such a different vibe from the main roster. He kind of got away with it. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he did because he didn't have to go. His promo, like with Raw SmackDown, fucking everything has to be so elaborate. With NXT is it's quick. Yeah, you say exactly. a couple things and then you you talk in the ring. You're, you're talk. His talking is his in ring work. Like that whole me? that whole segment he had with well, Velveteen Dream. Like the the the, well, the, the back and, yeah the back and forth and it wasn't you know Velveteen right. was eating him on the mic but that this nigga does the a fucking somersault over the ropes to the outside of the ring and, and presses him lands right in front of him right like yo what's good like this you gonna talk bad this is my talking that's his I'm gonna exactly. flip thirty feet and land in your face <laughs> exactly and then it's like all right he can't talk but you know what if he has a title he has great matches that'll talk for him so they did that with him. And I'm telling you, bro, Vince seen him in the ring and was like, yo, that's it. That's all he's seen. He didn't see nothing else, probably. Nope. And then he goes to the main roster. They gave him the mic. And, yo, dude, it's like the worst shit ever, B. And I hate yeah. to say that because I know these guys, they, they work their ass off their whole life to get to this one position of being in the top company, trying to be that top, top guy, holding titles. And then when you finally hold that title, that's like another, you know, Another check off the bucket list for you, or another check off of your resume and shit like that. Right. But it's like, damn, man, like, what else? Like, what, what else? Like, what, what other opportunities can they really give him right now? I don't think they can right. give him any. I don't think he's in a position to even really get an opportunity like that because of the way he's been booked and shown on TV and constantly losing and constantly losing and constantly getting beat up. Like, he needs to be repackaged. Or, 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 or. If you're not doing anything on the main roster, send the motherfucker back to NXT. It worked for Balor. It worked for Balor. It, it's, it's, you know, there's, there's a couple of people on the main roster that can probably, not even Balor, it worked for Brizango. Brizango Niggas too. Tag Team Champions. Briz you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. I don't know, bro. He's, he's super talented. And if it's like, if the NXT thing to go back is not on the table, and it's like, yo, you're on the main roster now, sink or swim. Like, nah, your niggas is not going to keep throwing weights on me so I can drown. Fuck that. I'm out. Exactly. He, he, he's better off leaving. If he doesn't have, like you just said right now, if he doesn't have that option of going back down to NXT, 
rebranding himself, being something different, coming back, you know, 100% better, then leave, bro. Like, there's nothing leave. there for you. But the thing is, right. once you're once you're there too, once you're with a top, a top company, a top promotion, I don't know if you want to go across seas. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, of course, I'm not saying that New Japan isn't a top promotion. I'm not saying Impact isn't, you know, one of the top three right now in, in the country. But it's like, you know, you get that taste of, like, bro, you know, Broadcast television, primetime television, right? Being on a commercial for it, it's going, it's going from Broadway to going to you know to a high school play. Exactly, and it's, and that's not that's not to diss high school plays or anything like that, but at the same time, Impact, Ring of Honor, MLW, AEW are not on WWE's level. Let's just be real; they're not. However, with Impact and with AEW, you have TV every single week. And Impact, listen, they do a lot of corny shit, but they have some great fucking talent, yep. and they do put on some great matches, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if he would work there, because you got 20 niggas on that roster, too, that could do everything he does, and a lot of them could talk better than him. Look yep. at TJP, who I don't even really like, but he went back to Impact, and he's flourishing. He's about to challenge for the X Division title again. Rich Swan. He about to challenge for the world title, which is crazy. Listen, it's that's crazy. crazy. It's crazy to. It's crazy to me, but yo, he's one of their best baby faces, and yo, he's earned it. His promos and his in ring since he's been there, and he really had two serious fuck yo. They think he was in wrestle again. The first injury, then nigga's leg snapped in three places. Yeah. Like, and he rehabbed himself. And he rehabbed himself, right? And he came back, and he was just as good. They don't lose a step. So, it you know that's a possibility, honestly. Dark Horse, for me, for him, if he does leave, maybe MLW, because they are based still in Orlando. He don't really got to go across the country. Yeah. He could definitely fit back with New Japan. I'm sure they would take him with open arms. And of course, of course, AEW would take him. He's an incredible talent. Yes. But the thing is, what are they going to do with him? There's nowhere what for, him, gonna to, do for him to fit in AEW. Right. I think yo, AEW starting to get a lot of people. They, they might have to start... Uh, Maybe expanding their title picture. I know they got the world title. They got the TNT title. Maybe just to, like, you know, divide the talent correctly. Maybe a, a Cruiserweight title should be in in the picture. You know what I'm saying? Well, from what the thing that I was reading, supposedly the F, they're going to start recognizing the FTW title. And they're going to have this nigga start defending it. Really? I mean, it's a sick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Ah, yo, listen, it, it, you know what that title could be? That can be, a, a like, a horse title. That can be, like, a big dude, super tough heavyweight. guy. <laughs> not, not, yeah, I mean, maybe super heavyweight, but, like, look who look who's holding the title and look who's standing around him. You know, guys like Archer, guys like Brody Lee, like, bigger dudes like that. That can be a title for that. But I definitely think that TNT Championship should have a weight limit on it. And I don't think anybody bigger than... Cody weight, you know, two twenty should hold that title. It's a small belt, so maybe so like, like a smaller. So like do what like um a, what MLW is doing, like they got a middleweight belt. The middleweight belt, right? Something like that. They can keep the TNT title, but now it's a weight class. You can only weigh this much, and it'll fit with those guys' body frames. That title will look better on them. That shit looks like a toy with Brody Lee. That nigga's huge, bro. He's a <laughs> big fucking dude, bro. Yeah. He's big. True. And it just looks funny on him. 
And I mean, but he holds it well, so, though. He holds it well. He, he does, got, he know what he does. does. He has to fold the straps and hold it how Flair used to hold a big gold belt. That's how he holds it in the ring. Yeah. When he has the suit on. And yeah. yo, let me tell you something. I do not fucking like the Dark Order. There's 434 niggas in the Dark Order. I don't. Even, <laughs> I can't even keep count. But him, he stands out. Yep. He stands out. He looks like and a star. And it's good that he stands out. He does. And it's great that he stands out because I always liked him as Harper. So it's dope. But getting back to the title shit, I know you heard that they they want to do another show, possibly on TBS, possibly on... Well, I, I think it's TBS, TNT, Sci-Fi. I forgot the, the, the channels that are under that network. Cartoon Network. There's a couple of channels yeah, under that. Um, it could end up on any one of these. Whatchamacallit, I've seen that for next week after the games... They're they're doing something on a Tuesday. It's called I think Dynamite Late. I think it's like three or yeah, four yeah, matches yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a test run to yeah. kind of like what they're trying to do. So they were talking about either taking Dark and putting it on a network and putting another show on YouTube, or putting another show on the network, keeping Dark on YouTube, but focusing on new new talent, independent guys that they bring in. And having the other show focus on the talent that's not new, but it's not really being used, the guys that fight on Dark or not, like, you know, Joey Janela and Brian Gilman Jr., and the guys like that, that they'll have a shot to actually be on TV every week as opposed to be on YouTube every week. Yeah. And with that, there would come another title with that as well. I don't know if there's a weight class on it, but there will be another title that they will bring in. It's a dope idea. I think they're wilding by starting another show, not even a year in, but... Uh, listen, I don't run the company. I mean, if they, I think, if they have the means and then they do also have an expanding roster, they need absolutely. they need the more airtime. They need more airtime because all these guys this. need all these guys, especially the ones that we we want to see. We're like, damn, what's up with this person? What's up with this person? Right. Yeah, they on AEW right. Dark, but how but like how much time does people have to like go on YouTube? If the shit's on TV, people are already watching TV. People are already sitting on their couch watching, so might exactly. as well. You know exactly, and then the thing with dark is, yeah, we see the people that we don't really see on TV that we want to see, but who are they wrestling? Nobody. Nobody. They have been squash matches, and it's like that doesn't really do anything for you if no one's really seeing you on TV. Like, how does that build you up at all? You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't get that. And then another thing with fucking AEW, and here's why I feel Ricochet could fit if he stays as a babyface, right? Yeah, they need a babyface stable. My nigga, there's so many heels in AEW. Can we go into this? There's a lot. (laughs) You have FTR. You have the Dark Order. You have Agents of Chaos. You have fucking half the women's roster are heels. Like, bro, we need some baby faces here. It's so baby face thin that Ambrose had to go and get a guy that they just signed. To be his tag partner for they that got, they six gotta man build next him. week. They got to build him. And I think and that... Yo, Will Hobbs is nice, though. Will Hobbs is nice, man. I, I fucks with the Will Hobbs. And, you know, I was since we're already in AEW, just might as well just talk about it. But um, right. with with that, like... All right. So we have, like, that, um, that exchange between Lance Archer and John Moxley, which I'm very intrigued with because I love their match in Japan. For the for the U.S. title over there, Archer they beat the I, shit out of each yo, other. Yo, yeah, they beat the shit out of each other. They they they, and they he, he hurt Archer. Remember, he dropped him on his head on the eight. Yeah, and my thing is this: is this just gonna be like another another big guy he's gonna take down? 
You know what I'm saying? Because I I feel like a lot of these people. I mean, Brody Lee. He's been he he got his he got his um upcomings already, with uh beating uh what you call it Cody Rhodes for the title. Cody for right in the fashion that he did as well. But, right, he beat his ass. Yeah, and like I said last week, you know I kind of understood how you know MJF didn't win that title match with Moxie. Right. Because right, Moxie's right, beating right. all these beast-looking motherfuckers. Can't right. have the and pretty boy going. MJF, who's five foot three. Exactly. I get, I get you. But MJF, solid. A solid motherfucker right there. One of the best promos in the game right now, man. Exactly. And now it's like, all right, so it's Moxley and Archer. And it's going to be on TV. Is this the way they take the title off of Moxley? I don't think here's so. Why I feel that, here's why I feel that like they will. Because of the alliance now between Team Taz and Jake and Lance Archer, I feel like Cage, Ricky Starks, Taz are going to get involved, and Archer's going to end up getting the W. You know what I'm saying? Because he promised Ar- he promised Cage, I beat him, you're the first person in line for a title shot. Yeah. All right, so let's secure that. Let's make sure you beat him so I can get that title shot. And, yo, it needs to come off him. Let it, Take it off him for a little while. Let him chase it again. You know what I'm saying? I think Archer's the right person because of A, they've had a knockdown dragon match before in Japan for a title. Yeah. Right? And then Moxley won his title back. Um, there's some history there between them. You know what I'm saying? There was a little bit of heat there with that Japan match. I don't know how far it is now, but I feel like Archer deserves the W back, bro. It's uh yeah, I need my receipt. My nigga, you dropped me on my fucking head on the apron, you almost broke my neck. I was out for Two, two, three months, and then he left Japan. And he ended up in AEW. Like all that time, rehabbing his neck and his shoulder and all that. Now you know you got to give me that back. This is wrestling, bro. You you drop me on my head. I got to drop you on your head. It might not be tomorrow, but if this has been what almost a year since that match. Yeah. Why not give him the title? Let somebody else hold it. That's not a fucking former WWE person. Even though Archer had a small stint, it yeah. was so long ago. Nobody even remembers that shit. No, not he at all. He was a whole different. He was a completely different character. He looked completely different. So, a lot of people are not going to remember that. The people, you know, we know because we're fucking wrestling dweebs. So of course we know. <laughs> but like the character that he is now, the fucking murder hawk. I don't know what a murder hawk is, but whatever. <laughs> give him the belt, my this nigga. Say <laughs> Give him, give him the title, son. Let him run with it for a little while. Just, but, just switch it up. It this is what I think. This is why I think it's not gonna happen because now Moxley got his back. Like not Moxley got Will Hobb. He's always had Darby Allen there. You know what I'm saying? Unless unless there's like a swerve that happens where Darby Allen for some reason costs Moxley the championship. I can't see it any other way. You know, behind the scenes they're mad close. Yeah. You know, Mox Mox loves him, took him under his wing. They fuck with each other hard. I like Darby Allen as a as a baby face. I don't think he should turn heel. Yo, AEW has so many heels. Keep keep them keep him as a baby face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I see him even at his size and his weight. That dude is a future AEW world champion. I don't. Why not? Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy was a WWE champ. Why not? And, and a world champ. Yeah. Bang. Exactly. <laughs> I see. I see Darby Allen winning that AEW title, bro. His fucking the fans love him, bro. They love him. Yo, dude, I said it from the beginning, man. I was like, yo, Darby Allen is a star, bro. Star yes, in sir. the fucking making. He the charisma that oozes out of days, that guy, bro. B. Yeah, right. man. From Evolve Days. Hell yeah. 
Nigga, I seen a match when he did that coffin drop from like it was in it was in the boom. He climbed up onto like a speaker yep. and jumped, missed the ring, hit the floor. The nigga he was wrestling put him in a body bag, took him into the ring and power bombed him in the body bag, and the nigga kicked out. I seen that say, yo, this kid is crazy. I like this dude. Yeah, he's crazy. Yo, yeah, man. I, I, I like I they they got some peep they got some they have some stars there that I feel like they know that they're stars, but then they're just holding them back right now. They have to get through this whatever period, maybe it's the pandemic thing or whatever the case may be, but if they let Darby Allen go and flourish to be a bit, he can be their top baby face in two seconds. Oh, without definitely, a, without definitely, a fucking problem. Definitely, definitely. But, so uh, you don't think you're gonna think they're gonna take the title off Mox? Nah, I, I don't I don't see it. For some I just don't see it, bro. Like I could see Moxley holding that until the next all in. Or uh was wow. it was it um Revolution? What what was it called? Where he, he wanted, wanted that revolution. He Re- wanted that revolution because the next the next pay per view is full gear. Yeah. And then after full gear was the revolution joint. So yeah, revolution would be a full year. I, I, I could see him holding it for a full year. Full year, bro. They're, I think they're gonna wait. Like I don't think any major title switches are gonna happen until fans come back. I, yeah. Like, I can see, like, you know, in the WWE side, like, I can see Drew McIntyre holding it down for a little while. I can Me see, too. you know, Roman Reigns holding it down for a little while. Oh, uh, he's not letting, they're not taking that title off him you know? anytime soon, bro. Exactly. No, they're just starting this, just starting to get the momentum behind all that. And listen, me and you, this that's one of our favorite things going on right now. Yeah. Just because everything that has, I just, just it's just, fucking great and it's the stories are writing themselves when it comes to that like exactly so no, i don't think they're gonna take the title of him anytime but, soon not at all nah, nxt but, um, nxt is the brand where we're gonna see title switches and title changes and things like that just because of the way that show is and the fluidity of that show you'll see that but I, I don't think on the main wwe shows we're not gonna see too many title changes for a while because probably because of the pandemic thing AEW. You know they might be following suit i wouldn't be surprised you know if they let moxie hold it for a year but also I wouldn't be surprised if he loses it to Lance Archer. That's not a bad guy to lose it to. No, it's not. I'm not saying it's, think, it's not, but I, I don't. I just don't see it, man. I don't see it. Like Moxley to them, I mean to a lot of people as well, is having a great fucking run. You know, PWI yeah. number one, all this other shit. And it's like, why? What? What would be the reasoning to take it off him? Like me, I don't think. To me, it's not working. Like this, this title win maybe, maybe because in in the state, the state of the world at the moment, whatever it may be, just to me, it's not working. There's a lot yeah. of matches he had with that title that I'm just saying, eh, it ain't right. all that. Like, and, well, and what's the fucking what pop the circumstance for? Right, we got into that last week about a lot of his matches are kind of very formulaic. Like, yeah. yo, Ole Anderson used to say this about Ric Flair. Ric Flair knows one match, but he knows how to wrestle it 500 different ways. But at the end of the day. It's the same fucking match. He got a point. And so does Mox. Mox knows how to wrestle two ways. He can switch it up, but at the end of the day, it's still going to be the same two things. You're going to get either he can get in the ring and he can get scientific and he can wrestle, which we haven't really seen that in AEW. We saw that in WWE. And he can go out and he can brawl. And he's kind of fell back into that. Where he can get, he can brawl, he can go outside the ring, he can bend the rules. There's always some sort of stipulation. There's always some sort of no DQ, no this, no that. 
And I'm like, damn, does he need that? Is he actually not that good that he needs that kind of as a cloak? The, you know, the smoke and mirrors thing? Or is it just like it's easy to do that and the fans dig it, so fuck it, let's do it because it's easy He's just giving that. the fans no. what they want. And he knows, I, yeah, and he, knows think, he could play, he could play right. it like a fiddle. Yes, yes. But see, we peaked that he only has two matches, though. We can see that. So it's like, bro, maybe taking the title off him Having him chase it again, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, that that's or, definitely a story everybody will get behind. Right. Or keeping it, having him make the year, and then taking it off him after that. Yeah, you know, 365 days as champion, and then I don't know, I don't know who they would. Honestly, don't know who they would give it to. But and that's another thing. Like he beats Lance Archer. Okay, who's next? He already beat Cage. He already beat Brody. There's nobody beat. next. He already beat but Jericho. This is where all right. it would have to be a baby face, right? Adam uh, Page, Kenny Omega, these guys haven't gotten shots. And Omega was talking about going back into the singles picture. I mean, who will be next after Archer? It would have to be an AEW guy. Well, right? you know, I mean, that's just my thought. Ke- Kenny Omega need, needs that. Need, needs to run that back remarks. You know, like after yes, that, sir. after that match they had, that that yo do that match. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Lord, bro, them them niggas look like they wanted to kill each other, b. Man, Omega showed a different side, bro. I, I got a lot of respect for Kenny Omega. Yeah, that, man. Okay, Kenny, that take, dude. Mac can take the beating, bro. I mean, I don't know if you saw any of his deathmatch shit, but, bro, I'm like, this, I'm, I, I remember looking at some of this stuff, and I'm like, damn, WWE hates deathmatch guys. And they, not only did they sign this guy, he became the WWE champion. Like, it's wild to think about where see, he went. That, that also, that also right there, speaks to how good he could really be how he just right. changed up his whole style and really made it into something right and this is what the shit with his fucking i can do he can do more than what he does but he only gives what he gives and it kind of drives me insane because it's like nigga you're so much better than that exactly and your rest your wrestling talent that's up to your level like that match with brian cage should not have been as bad as it was brian cage is one of the best guys out right now it should not have been that bad it was it, and okay, it was boring, bro. Yeah, there was like yeah. no flow to it. They they didn't have chemistry, like. But you know, it's the know, first man. time they probably seen each other too, so it's that's another. Yeah, thing, I don't know? think I don't think they've ever even touched before, to be honest. I mean, but I don't I don't think so. Another thing I wanted to get into it on AEW was the street fight. The street fight was fire. <sighs> Yo, yo, I, I'll be honest. I, just, the, I watched that again today. I ran, I ran it back to yo, beat the whole thing because I was going back and forth. Yeah, yo, that shit was nuts. Yeah, these the, these teams, best friends, and uh, Santana and Ortiz went at it, bro. Hitting each I other with two by credit, fours. Bro. Yeah, yeah. They, I don't really, really like them. I thought they were a soft comedy team. I'm gonna keep it real. I mean, Trent can wrestle from because I remember from New Japan, he could do his thing. Yeah. And I never really liked Chuck Taylor. I thought when he turned heel and involved, he was running with that Dustin character. I thought that was dope because he was like a psychotic heel. You know what I mean? He had never, ever, ever been a heel before. You know what I mean? So that little run was ill. But at them as a team, I never really believed in them. And you know, I love fucking LAX. Love, love, love them. You ain't the only one, kid. You ain't the only one. You know what I mean? We're big fans of those dudes. Why did they lose, bro? All right, so after running the match back, right, I'm like, all right, LAX had a lot of good offense in the match. They looked great in the match. Yo, they came out with the dead press, face paint. 
like they used right. to do in LAX when they went into fights like that. Right. But I understand giving the win to best friends, as we just said right now, like they seem like much more of a comedy team, and this probably made them a little more serious. They could be taken a little more seriously during matches. But I just feel like this this other L that these guys are taking, yo, they're taking way too many L's right now. And I'm wondering how Santana and Ortiz could really come back from all this. If you count it, like, they they lost matches to Jurassic Express. Now they lose matches to Best Friends. They lost matches to, uh, what was the other tag team? Shit. Um, Private Party. Private Party. Like they're losing they matches. Lost that, they lost that stadium, that five on five. They lost. They, they that lost. Too, they like. lost that. Like, I mean, not all of Inner Circles losing all the fucking time, but when they're added to the mix, when they're added to the element, they're taking the fall. Right. And Ortiz or Santana is getting pinned or getting tapped out or whatever. And yeah. I don't get that shit. And I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going on because when Jericho first. Brought him into inner circle and he was describing who these guys were. Like he's like, yo, these some badass motherfuckers, all this other shit. And it's like they're not really living up to that. Not at all. You know, so then what 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 the what's the head of inner circle actually thinking about this? Like, oh, these niggas ain't really all that. Are they gonna get, you know, are they gonna get X'd? You know what I'm saying? Are they gonna get thrown out of inner circle? Or are they gonna still be a part of it? Uh, like here's, I don't here's my what I think what they're gonna do, right? They just bought back the chick who was out for a minute because she fucked both her knees up and she was out for a minute. Now she's in AEW. Diamante? She's in a tag team. Right. She's in a tag team with the, the other spell, with Eva Lee, who's badass, bro. Both of them are badass, right? I can see Jericho replacing them with another tag team, right? And them and the girl forming their own shit as baby faces. They and got they got to bring Conan back for that though. I mean, they could, but that that's another thing with Conan cuz he's in the Mexico thing and that he's with AAA and they don't really fuck with them like that. It just they were and then they weren't. Remember Kenny had the AAA title and then I don't know what happened. They, I, they think still, I think he's still I think he's still holding it. I think he's still is holding he, it. Is he still the AAA champion? That's crazy. Yeah. Um I, I think that they would benefit from breaking away from the inner circle and having a baby face turn. And I think that they can still be the, they can still talk their shit. Every, nothing can, nothing has to change. Just tweak your promo a little bit. So more baby face ish. We're from the streets of New York. We don't really fit in with these dudes. You know, we're gritty and down and dirty and blah, 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 blah. Jericho saw something in us and now you don't see something in us. Bam, we're going to show you what it is. They need that because yo, they just had a match on Dark where they beat the living shit out of these out of Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison. They whoop they ass, and then they come to Dynamite and you lose to best friends. I don't. I feel like they sh- that was a prime opportunity to build LAX and put them in a fucking tag team title picture. They have not gotten one title shot since they good old there. good old fifty fifty booking, right? Right, the ridiculous 50-50 booking, and, I, and people hate WWE for that, but yo, AEW is guilty of that shit too, bro. They are super guilty of that. The only people that don't really get 50-50 booking are their top guys. Jericho wins most of his matches. He loses when he needs to, but he wins most of his matches. He don't really lose tag matches either, because Private Party beat the shit out of them, not beat the shit out of them, but they had a good match. They should, Private Party is another team 
they, they could have benefited from beating Jericho and Hager, but you give the win to those two, and it's like, for what? They're not even a fucking team. But now they are. I don't understand that. Like, like their mission, like, I mean, you know, Jericho said it, their mission now is to, is to get the tag titles. And I, I just don't understand why they needed another team. Like, the tag division is stacked already. Right. It's too much, bro. Yo, AEW does too many eight-man tags, too many ten-man tags. Like, I know they said in the beginning that they were going to have the best tag team division in the world. Cool. So call your shit all elite tag team wrestling because what the fuck? Like, you have <laughs> single people there and you ain't doing shit with these niggas, bro. Like, you, you're sacrificing your real tag teams and this is this was FTR's problem. You're sacrificing real tag teams for makeshift teams who just decide they want to be champions. But you have teams here that are already established that are better than you and they don't get an opportunity. If I was FTR, I'd be like, yo, we ain't fighting no makeshift teams, bro. Only real tag teams. That's some real heel shit. Yeah. Oh, you and you want to be a tag team? Y'all got to be a team for six months before you get a chance at it. Yo, us. can we talk about how fire they sat in jackets are, bro? Yo. Buddy, this just remind me of Arn and Tully shit. Yeah, B. They Arn also, and Tully shit. And you got, you got Tully over there looking like J.J. Dillon and shit. Tully Blanchard, bro. Very, and I'm gonna keep it real. When we were, we was young, so when he was in his prime, I didn't realize how good he was. No, me. Now I see. Now I see why Shawn Michaels thought that was his favorite guy for a long time. Like, yo, he was the first heel. I mean, at the time when when Tully was coming up, Flair was kind of in between babyface kind of thing. Yeah. Tully was a Tully was the first cool heel. The robe, the bitch, the attitude, the in-ring, the cheating, the titles. The, he was that guy, you know what I mean? Yep. I didn't know how good he was. And now I see him. Now I see it. And I'm like, now I see, bro. Because I remember him with the Brain Busters. Oh, yeah, with the, Bobby Heenan. That, that Bobby was amazing. Heenan, right. Yeah. right. They didn't really talk much. Bobby spoke for them. But, yo, he's a great promo. Because FTR can't cut promos. I think they suck as, as far as promo. I mean, the the the... Who's the the one with the with the buzz cut with the ball head? He's better than the other one. I don't. I, I get them confused. Dax and Cash and fucking Dildo and whatever the fuck their names are. <laughs> <laughs> Dildo and Hitachi one. Dumb niggas. <laughs> the bald one is a better promo than the other one. But no, yeah, but I think shit. I think they complement each other enough where, like that that's hitting you. They they they're too good. They're too good. They're too good. Yes, bro. They are a fucking great tag team, and I'm like, damn, these niggas are these niggas are really good, bro. Yeah, man, <laughs> these they're are really, really good, bro. Good. Yo, like what Hold I on, see wait, wait, right wait, wait. now, Speak. what I see yeah, right yeah. now in AEW with them, it's like watching them in NXT all over again. Yes, yo, oh my god, bro. I was just thinking that shit. I was like, yo, this AEW run they have right now, the success, the winning, the matches, the promos, the cockiness, the confidence. Mm-hmm. Cause I felt like they lost that shit at the last at the end of the WWE run. They did not look confident at all. Dude, the ring. Like, that that did. one that one night on SmackDown when they were coming out to 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 the music, fell. yo. Remember they were trying to turn them into a comedy act. Yup, I was like, yo, this is wild. I was like, this is not. I was like, nah, this ain't the revival, bro. Yeah, this just not gonna work with them, bro. It's not, and like. Yo, there's certain people that should never be baby faces, and there's certain people that should never be heels, right? They would never work as a baby face team. Mm-mm. They should keep them heels forever and ever and ever. Those and are ever. true heels. Those are true heels. Those are true heels. 
what do you think of what's going on with the Bucks right now? And you, you got Yo. that stacked tag division, right? Yo, and dude. then you have a team like the Young Bucks <laughs> that's gotten, what, one title shot or maybe two title shots and lost them both as baby faces. Now they're just coming out and they're on their fucking bullet club you young buck shit, super kicking everyone, cheating to win matches. Like, I fucking dig it, bro. I love it. I, I dig it so much. I love that they came in and only super kicked the ref. Kick the right? shit, yo. So they shit they super kick the ref. They go backstage to the gorilla position to see Tony Khan there, and just throw him <laughs> ten stacks. Like, yeah, here you go, bye. They kept it moving. I'm like, yo. And then, you know, then you see FTR. Right? Then you see like, FTR. They're like, oh, what? You crying again? You crying again? Are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, I like this. I like this. Because when yeah. them two, when those two teams finally go at it, yeah, man. we're going to see a different side of the Bucks. We're not going to see yeah, the Bucks, man. the no sell and kicks here nah. and there. I think we're going to see more of a wrestling or more of a wrestling uh, technique from them. I, I, but you look at you look at FTR, right? And they said in the interview, they're like, "Yo, we came in and our first big match was an eight man, us and the Bucks against um, the Lucha Bros, and I forgot who the other team was." And no, it was like, them. The- it was them. It was them with Pentagon and Ray Phoenix. No, oh no, no, no. no, no it was no, them, no, no, the no. Bucks versus Pentagon, Ray Phoenix, and uh, the Butcher and the Blade. Butcher and the Blade, right? And they they were like, "Yo, they know, um, homie." Um, Blade from his, his his other name. I forgot what his other name was. They know him from back in the day. They don't really know the Butcher nigga. And Pentagon and Ray Phoenix, they kind of just met them, right? So yeah. they were like, yo, we did this match. Everyone knows how good the Bucks are. Everyone knows how good we are. We kind of just met. We know Blade. We kind of just met Butcher. They're a good team. But they're like, what stood out to us was Penta and Ray Phoenix, who, in our opinion, do not know how to tag team wrestle. But they are incredible. They're like, yo, we can't wait to wrestle them two on two. Yeah, yeah. So we can teach I was hearing them. that. Right. So, so we can teach them because as good as they are, they're still not a team. And I was like, it's not a diss because it's true. But then you look at the Bucks, right? The Bucks were them ten years ago, and now it's it's in within the last couple of years that they're a real team. And now that the fact that they're turning heel and they've held off on this match since they come in, they could have done it from jump, and they didn't. Now they have a reason to do it because FTR got the titles, and they got the titles before the Bucks, and the Bucks started the fucking company, and they've never gotten the titles. Yep. So there's a lot of shit that they can build up there, you know what a I'm saying? A lot of different variables that. for that story. Man. Hell yeah. And that's going to be dope. And yo, the heel Bucks are the best Bucks. Yeah. They are, bro. They are. Young Bucks are under the ring, kid. Yeah, man. I am, definitely, man. definitely. Oh, man, that's gonna be dope. Gonna yeah, be AEW amazing. got some things going on, bro. Like they had, a, they had a good episode. I, NXT, though, man. Just another thing Jesus. before we get off of AEW. Um, so Miro, I, I, I love the fact he's getting, he's getting some shine right now. Like we said right. last week, you know, an amazingly talented individual. Not even only in the wrestling ring, but. With promos, he he had gotten way better. You know, the right. accent isn't as strong as it used to be. Um, right. And he's just a character. He's a star. He's, yeah, he's, yeah a star. he's a star. He's a star. But the shit that's getting me is... I'm looking at him like, all right, the best man. I'm like, they got this motherfucking Another Wedding storyline. Right? Right. First thing I start... And then I'm hearing Jericho. Jericho's like, that's going to be his gimmick. 
that he's the best man, kind of like uh, what Mr. Perfect was. So I'm looking at it. I'm like, all right. I'm like, but is he like multi-talented at sports? And I'm like, oh, shit, the celebrity basketball game. This motherfucker over there doing fucking fadeaway jump shots. I was like, okay, like, maybe this could work. That. He's super nice. He's super nice with the technology. He's super nice with the video games. He's super nice on Twitch. He's he has an ill presence online. He interacts very well. And yo, he you know he is a he's a fucking athlete. He did that that uh, Bulgarian wrestling. I don't know what even what they call it. That Greco Roman shit over there. He was a champion in that. Like they can you they can pull that storyline. But did you peep when he was doing the bench press and then he sat up? You peep Shorty in the back, damn near nutting on herself, looking at him. Yo, you're... You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, she was licking her lips and looking at him up and down. And I'm like, there's your storyline right there. I'm your best man. Boom, boom, boom. Here comes the wedding. Oh, shit, I piped your wifey. Whip that little skinny bitch nigga's ass. Take his chick. Yo, Kip, save it. Yo, I, I don't know what Kip they're doing with funny him. funny dude, bro. I don't know what they're doing with him, though, either. Like, that's what I'm saying. This is why they need another show. Right. Another show that's guys, on TV, not not for guys that are not at the top level, but they're just right under, and yeah. they're, they're not being utilized. Awesome you need shit. something, bro. Just like right. you know, just like I'll even put like SmackDown because like SmackDown, they needed another show to utilize everybody else they had on that crazy roster they had in the early early two thousands. You know what I'm saying? Yo, and look at look, look if you just like if you just look at SmackDown when it first started. SmackDown would be kind of a continuation of Raw, right? Yeah. It wasn't until 02, 03, when they split the rosters and you had your SmackDown 6, Eddie Guerrero. What, that wasn't like 006 or something like that? No, 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 nigga. That was like 03. Oh, Stephanie McMahon was the general manager. That's when they first did the, the brand split. Eric Bischoff. And it was this the second brand split. Eric Bischoff was headed Raw. Stephanie McMahon was the GM on SmackDown. But Paul Heyman was the head writer. It was Heyman and Vince that came up with splitting the brand type shit. So they took they took guys that were on Raw but weren't really being used but were young superstars. Nigga, Kurt Angle, Edge, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio. Um, damn, who were the other two? Uh, Benoit and, Benoit, uh, and Chavo. Um, and Chavo. And then you, then you had... They bought Undertaker. Then you have Brock come in. And it's like, yo, that show from 03 to 05 was killing Raw, bro. Because of the people they had. Raw had the storylines. SmackDown had the athleticism. I think AEW can keep Dynamite as the storylines. And whatever show they come up with their second show can be focusing on the athleticism. Because even now, Raw and SmackDown... Your storylines, NXT is your athleticism show. Yes, they have storylines, but it's just it just runs different. It's a quicker pick. Like SmackDown, those two hours of SmackDown will fly by back in those days. Hell yeah. Like, Yo, I can't Hell wait yeah. till Friday, bro. I cannot wait till Friday. I go back now on the network and I watch those shows, 030405. And I'm like, Nick, 05, when 04 and 05, when Triple H held Raw hostage with 45 minute soliloquy promos. You would have five matches on SmackDown by the time his promo was done. <laughs> on some shit. He was talking about oh, evolution. Yeah, talking <laughs> uh, evolution. Nigga always sound like he has to take a shit. Like, bro, <laughs> you need some Pepto. Uh, 
got hemorrhoids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy. Oh, Yo, man, man, NXT, man. Can we talk about some NXT, brother? I love NXT, bro. Yo. NXT is the best wrestling show out of anything <laughs> on TV right now. No one is fucking with NXT, B. I'm sorry. Super biased because it's down the block, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that is what it is. I think it's your super bias. Maybe you feel, <laughs> maybe you'll feel a certain way if it was, uh, if you was living in Jacksonville. Oh man, I don't know. Listen, place is a trash building. Anyway, um, <laughs> yo, NXT. Listen, 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 listen. NXT tag division. What they, do you think got, right now? All right. Well, this is what we have right now in NXT Tag Division, and it's as clear as day. We got Brazango, Imperium, who I think is leaving back to the UK, the UK because right, UK they just, just started, started up. Today. Yeah, they started again Bro, today. and they had, a, they had a good show. I don't know if you peeped that. Nah, I haven't peeped it yet, but I haven't peeped it yet. But you have... They got some fucking talent over there. Yeah, man. definitely. Holy we shit. have Brazango, Imperium, UE, Ligados de Fantasma, Oni Larkin, Danny Burke, and that's mm-hmm. it. Right, right. This there's a couple of guys that they could put together there to kind of maybe. That's that's what I'm up. saying. Like, who who do you think they could put together? Because to be honest, even even back then, uh, you had only like about five six teams in the NXT division, and I'm talking about like you know when it was American Alpha, uh, the Revival, AOP, the Ascension, yeah yeah yeah. yeah the Ascension, saying. you know they had. They had like you know a couple, but it was just it was always fire matches. And I feel like now that they're on they're on television, they're probably not using it as much. They they're using a lot of singles matches now. A lot of, a lot of it's going to like the women's division, which is the women's division is killing it on NXT. I can't yeah, say they're not. They're really killing it. But yeah, this tag division is looking very slim because we hardly see EU. I mean uh, UE. Oh, we've right. been seeing a lot of Imperium Brazango. And Legados de Fantasma, just those three teams, right. and three right. teams cannot hold the division. They have to put people together. They had, they, they got, they got to get, a, they got to get some teams going, man. Got to get some so teams who you, going. Who can benefit from being a tag team right now? Who's single? I think someone. I think they can take somebody like who, who had a match last night, Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, he's a great talent. I, I, I want, I want Thatcher by himself. Think, I don't, Hell I, yeah! I mean, I think they can put him like. Because they were already a team, and and I mean, he ain't really doing anything. Nigga, put him and Gulak together, bro. Oh, they were see, already they, a team before. See, that's what it is. They have to, but Gulak's on SmackDown. Gulak's on SmackDown. I mean, but he ain't doing shit. He's not doing anything. So like, he's he's being he's jobbing out, getting chased by Braun and all this bullshit like they did the last couple of weeks. Like, yeah. Take get him out of there. He's too talented. Put him back to NXT where he can be used. His talents are better suited for that type of show. Put him with Thatcher because Gulak's been on TV. He knows how to be on TV. That would be Thatcher's a, still. That a could be another. That could be a catch wrestling. Catch game. point, right? Catch wrestling team, and yo, and have them as heels, and that would work. To yep. me, I think that that would work. That would definitely guys, work. Like, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, who they can put together as a team that that would work, bro? Because like they can actually fit and it will make sense. But they, like, they're not. They're not using. Most of their right, talent, most of their used, talent are, are, are on the outside, as as, right. uh, as fans. They're right. not like like that like that one Filipino dude, Kona Reeves. They they don't use him whatsoever. Like now they're giving like nope. more a more dark side of Kashida. So I just want to see him as a singles and see how that how that flows. 
Um, right. you you know, crosses out Killian Dane. I maybe maybe they'll put Killian Dane and and Drake Maverick together. They have something going on right now. And there's history between them. They know each other from the English wrestling scene. Exactly. And um, they actually they were a team before, and they were kind of like the same thing that's going on now, except Dane was the baby face and Drake Maverick was the fucking heel. And they were kind of doing the same shit back and forth. Like, yo, I need a partner, I need a partner, I need a partner. And they, I think they were in ICW. I don't remember the... I'm trying to remember the, the, the shit they were in over yeah. there. Where they won their tag titles, you know what I'm saying? That was when Maverick was Rockstar Spun. That was when he turned babyface... You know what I'm saying? That that got him his TNA run. You know what I mean? So it's like they can they have talent there that has history together that they can put them as a team and the shit would work. And yo, Drake Maverick's an awesome wrestler. Killian Dane is slept on. That dude is no, really good. He's slept bro. on. He is slept on. He's and, a good big but man. But this is the thing as well. Is like they ha- they're having at least what a good six, maybe seven. NXT NXT uh, talent is gonna go up to the main roster as retribution supposedly, and right. everybody else you know you got a couple of people that are injured like Dexter Loomis, Cross, um, Grimes is a singles wrestler. I I don't see him as as a tag wrestler. This is when you know they gotta start looking for tag teams to bring in. I don't right. think they should make these makeshift tag teams. The only one that that sounds any any bit of like a possibility and maybe could be something within NXT is the one that you just mentioned with with, with uh Maverick Thatcher. And Dane? No, or no, Thatcher with Thatcher. And yeah, Thatcher and Gulak. Yeah. You know that what I'm saying? Dope, but after that, like they have to they have to look for tag teams cuz this tag team division is looking weak. Yeah, guys like Cameron Grimes, guys like your man <laughs> Thick Boy Pauls. <laughs> <laughs> Them niggas are single wrestling. Yeah, he's good though, man. He's good. We're two two C's, big crib. You heard? Yeah. Um, Austra- Australian good, crib. We're Australian cribs. You heard? Put <laughs> a shrimp on a Barbie, cause. Um, <laughs> 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 fucking. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there, there's. But yo, just just in in general, just the tag division in WWE in general, like, bro, it's, it's weak. There's three teams on Raw. But look. There's all right. So then, when you go into the tag team divisions on Raw and SmackDown, just to start with Raw, just to name them that there, Viking Raiders, right. Street Profits. Um, they had these dudes, the Bollywood Boys. Uh, these guys are still known as a tag team. Ziggler and Rude, they're still listed as a tag team, and the Hurt Business. The Hurt Business being a faction. Ziggler and Rude is inactive. Nobody has seen anything of Bobby Rude lately. Bobby Rude's in Canada. All right, there you go. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? And then you, you know, the and Bollywood Viking Raiders homies out. He's gonna be out, out for a year with there's, that cervical injury. So there's two teams on Raw. You have the Hurt Business and the Street Profits. That's it. Man, because Andrade and this dude just broke up. We'll, exactly. We'll get into that. We'll yeah, get into we're gonna that get part. into that. And then on SmackDown, you have Heavy Machinery, who just who just got back together. Lucha House Party. Um. Shinsuke and Cesaro, New Day, they're injured. Usos right. injured. Forgotten injured. Sons, they're 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 not, racist. Not they're out of here. You know? Right. Uh yeah, they're forgotten. Fucking Miz and Morrison. Right. Haven't really been tagging that much together. And then if when you see when they do tag matches on SmackDown, it's like it's kinda like raw, it's the same teams. Exactly. So we still remember when when we have spoken about last week. Are they going to possibly unify unify the tag team titles, right? Because the tag division is so lacking, a unification of the tag titles will give that team 
it it can it'll it'll open up opportunities for single people that are not doing anything to become a team and you know build themselves to be able to chase the titles because now it's like okay there's one tag team title they're on raw right now they're defending their titles on raw we're over here on smackdown we're not doing shit bro what are you doing you're not doing anything bad let's be a team let's start building ourselves up there's one tag title to chase now so we now being that there's the divisions are so are so thin if you build up a couple teams they don't got to get too far to get to a title match but it brings fresh matches and it brings fresh storylines yep. having the two tag team titles with two weak tag divisions does nothing it does nothing for the champions and it does nothing for no challenges because yo i like street profits but they ain't doing shit and they should not won on monday i'm sorry now i, I was kind of i was kind of hoping cesaro and nakamura would have won that match right but here's all right street profits a real team better team for a minute Cesaro and, and Shinsuke, they've been a team only for a couple of months. Granted, two great stars. Yep. But this is a this is where you take a makeshift team, and being that you put the titles on them, you fucking build them up. Yep. You gave them the titles, let them get a win over an established tag team. Why 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 couldn't they do that? Doesn't make no sense to me. I feel like so, <clears throat> they, it could have helped them more than than it did Street Profits or some shit. Exactly. So now you have. If you get if you put them together, you have six teams there you that go. are active. Six six active tag teams. Six active AW tag teams. AW got seventeen tag teams. <laughs> <laughs> Word, they need to they need to give uh, WWE Word. a loner or some shit. Word up, yo, loners two two. They want two tag teams for each show, bro. You know now that you know we're we're midway through September, going into October, and then November, of course, Survivor Series. I right. think within this next month and a half, two months. The best thing for WWE to do is lead up to a unification match at Survivor Series. They can, with a unification match, they can still do brand versus brand. Absolutely. So within within a unification match, instead of doing that ten man tag that they did uh, for the last couple of years, even though the promos that Uso the Usos were doing. Last year was it? It was last year, right? When they got the teams together and all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that shit was fire. But yeah, man. My thing is this. I was like, yo, you can still do, like I just said, brand versus brand, but it's for it's to unify the titles. Just unify the tag titles and let one tag team run through both shows. Well, I don't know if you know, and I'm sure you've read this, I'm sure you've heard this. They've had one new tag team title, one champ, I mean, two tag, two belts, but one championship that they've had made, and it's just sitting in the back. They have not brought it out. Do you think they've been holding it for now to be able to start building this tag team unification to get rid of those fucking those copper belts and actually bring a fresh new tag team championship, one tag team championship for both main shows for the whoever wins it to go back and forth? Because when they made the Intercontinental belt, they made the um the tag belt was actually made already before that. I think by, by I think at WrestleMania time they had that shit done. Okay. That's what I've been reading. And then they keep saying, like, yo, there is a tag team title, a new tag team championship. Why it hasn't been unveiled, nobody knows. But it's here and everyone knows that it's here, that it's done. I mean everybody in WWE that it's done and it's ready. So maybe this is getting the ball rolling on that, well, yo, which would be great. Because what like yo, the women's tag team championship being defended on both sh- on all three shows but mostly raw and smackdown nigga you have fresh 
storylines every week. One week you're on Raw, one week you're on SmackDown. One week you're on Raw, one week you're on SmackDown. Two weeks you're on SmackDown, one week, whatever it is, it just, it makes the, it builds up the champs, but it also gets fresh challenges in there. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's dope, you know what I'm saying? All right, you, those girls are two monsters, and that's fine. Monsters have been beaten by smaller people before, and I, I think that that division, and they don't really have a lot of women's tag teams either, let's keep it real. No, but they don't. that division, right, with the going back and forth of the, the title per brand, I feel like it just makes it fresh. Because you don't see the women's no, of tag course, yeah, I know, I know that. Week, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I understand but that. But the men's division, it like, that shit, that shit can just, like, it can build up so much. Because then you'll have, by Survivor Series time, you got people that are hurt coming back. Teams coming back teams maybe possibly being called up from nxt you know what i'm saying like a lot can happen between now and then so i would love that idea bro that idea is fucking dope i would love if they did that shit it, it would help a lot i feel if they did that definitely right. i also think so too and um another report coming out they're talking about how ever since uh the thunderdome has been presented uh, especially on SmackDown, um, the morale in back backstage has, has gone up. But they said it also. It's because of the return of Roman, Roman. Reigns, yeah, and man. they're saying it's because you know the respect he gets from everybody else, and he he's keeping everybody in check, everybody in line. And you know right, it's like but, it, know. this only this only is gonna attest to how important Roman Reigns is. Not only for that brand, but for the company in general. Like, people could talk all the shit that they want, but the big dog is changing the vibe, bro. But it also goes to show, and I will admit, I was one of those people in the, his in, during his run, how much people hated him and couldn't stand him being pushed on our throat. Nigga, they did that shit for a reason. They did that shit for a reason because they knew, yo, this guy, he gives the respect, He's the business is in his blood, He's earned it the right way. He's come up the right way. He's taken his bumps. He's taken his lumps. He's taken losses he probably shouldn't have taken. He's maybe gotten wins he maybe he shouldn't have gotten at the time. But it built it all up to the point where he was gone from WrestleMania and they suffered so much. Bro, he made he came back at SummerSlam and everybody and their mother that watches WWE that was getting almost to the point of like, I can't watch this shit. They're like, oh, shit. Roman's back. Bro, the ratings say it themselves. Them niggas went up a million people. Yep. From one SmackDown to the next. A million viewers. That's a lot of motherfucking people, bro. Just because of him. His entry promo when he when he won the title, that was one of their highest rated segments and I don't even know how long. You know what I'm saying? Like, he brings the people to the TV screen. He puts asses in the fucking seats. And with him being back in a different role... It's, it's like, yo, it's perfect, bro. He came back at the perfect time. It couldn't have been better for him to come back when he did. Awesome shit. Awesome shit. And of course he's going to garner the respect of the locker room. Nigga, he is the locker room general. Everyone dude. says that shit. And, yo, dude, and he's respected, man. Respected, and it's like, bro. Yo, he, gives, he, gives, he earned that shit, though, bro. He earned that shit. He went through a lot to get there. Let's, let's keep it real. He went through a lot. Personally, professionally... And they went through a lot of shit to get to where he's at. So it's like, yeah, bro, he should get the respect he deserves. He fucking earned it. Exactly. Eggs fucking exactly. And right now, I think, little by little, 
we're gonna start seeing a change within the whole the whole system within WWE. That shit's gonna look different, man, because you know a lot of people that like we were like how we talked about Ricochet, like he deserves to be somewhere else where he's gonna be better utilized and all that other shit. But right. I feel that you know the roster's gonna look totally different. It's just gonna is it, this is reset time, bro. For that whole you know for that whole company, we talked about it within NXT. But for the whole company, there has to be that reset button has to be pushed down, and let's give the man the flowers when he's alive, bro. Fucking MVP. Right. Nobody seen MVP being this fucking instrumental in a show and making it work. When he came back, it was only to... He even said, he's like, yo, it was just to wrestle Rey Mysterio because that's my, my son's favorite wrestler, blah, 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 blah. He he put a post, too, after that. That was my final WWE match. Yeah. That. And then he was back in another role. And he was back in another role. And then, bro, he's been the best thing on Raw, I mean, besides Randy Orton since his, his return to the Legend Killer shit. Yep. MVP definitely has been the MVP of Raw. And, nigga, the Hurt Business is the best faction in wrestling right now. It's not even fucking close, bro. It's, Facts. yo, them niggas is on fire. Our boy, our boy Shay sent a little text in our, in our in our group earlier. He was like, yo, when they came out and they, they went to go fight Retribution, that shit gave me goosebumps. Like, that was the best shit I've seen in I don't know how long. Definitely. And I was like, oh, I agree with you 100%, my brother. 100%. Definitely. That was awesome. And their heels. But what Which... what kind of like what kind of like threw me off about that whole thing though was is how, you know, they were they were really whipping whipping ass and nobody thought to like pull a mask off. Pull a mask. Yeah, exactly, bro. That wasn't even like a thought. These these dudes still had their mask on and everything. I'm like, "Damn, they ain't even they didn't even pull this motherfucking shit over, man. I was like, all right, all right, all right, whatever. They did, the, they did the Rey Mysterio niggas had a mask under a mask. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Word, bro. I'm just like, ah, I'm just waiting right now, bro. I'm waiting. They pulled off the, the ski mask. Niggas had the COVID mask on. They're like, oh, shit, I am not this <laughs> But I, it's just, I, right now, man, it's... They they need they need to unv- unveil who's under those masks because... Everybody, yo, dude, you already know how the re- the wrestling fan base is. They've been they've been trying to dissect this whole shit. How this person sounds talking. How this guy's eyes look. Yo, look look at homegirl's eyebrows that look like me and Like, damn, nigga, like you gotta look. What? Yo, stop, stop with all the investigation, bro. Just enjoy what's happening. I feel like wrestling fans don't like being surprised anymore, bro. As yeah. much as surprised, and you know what? As much as surprises be. Like- Niggas don't want to wait. They don't want to wait for a story to unfold. They don't. It's the instant gratification shit. And it's like, okay, let's say they would have taken the mask off right there. What good does that do for that group? What good does that do for them? All the shit that they did and four niggas came out, pulled all their masks off. Fuck, you just blew the whole shit up right there. Yep. Couldn't have done that, right? And I don't feel like they're going to unveil them anytime soon. I think it's going to go another pay-per-view before that happens. Hell in a Cell, probably. Before they start pulling those masks off, if they even go that route, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a good general idea of who this talent could be, 
just based on looking at the NXT roster, who's being used, who's not being used, who's quote-unquote been out with injury and all types of shit like that. And we know based on reports that supposedly all of this talent is NXT talent. It's nobody from the main roster. Yeah. I believe that. I don't. I feel like definitely they got to have somebody from the main roster in this shit. Just, just, to be, just to be the head of it. Just to bolster it because nobody's going to fucking know who they are if they're a mask every goddamn week and niggas don't watch NXT. Who the fuck don't know who these people are? Oh, this is Dominic Dajakovic. This is Dio Madden. This is Maya Yam. This is Chelsea Green. Who? Who the fuck is that? Oh, they're NXT? Womp, womp. That's how the main audience is going to look at that shit because wrestling fans are so retarded. Like, they need a star to be the leader of this group to introduce these kids maybe one by one one week a guy, one week a girl, one week, do it like that maybe, till they're all unveiled. And then this is our plan is to ABC, XYZ, whatever the case is, whatever they want to do. But if they don't have somebody already cemented in the people's brain that they see every week in charge of this group, I kind of don't feel like it's going to work. They did it with Nexus. No one knew who they were. They all came off the NX. Remember when they came out, they beat up John Cena and yeah. were Nexus Wade Barrett was the head of that group. He stood out. He was a star. He stood out. It worked. Yo, and they were on... You remember that shit, bro? Yeah, they were on fire. Fire, bro. On fire. And then they they killed their whole momentum. And then John Cena beat all of them. It was him and fucking Daniel Bryan, the last two nigga beat six out of the eight of them niggas by himself. Like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Like, blew that whole shit up and killed the whole momentum of that whole shit. Yeah. I don't think they have anybody big enough they can do that like that way I feel like they have people big enough that can lead them you know what I'm saying like there's people that are not using right now that can fit with that group they can use that retribution like yo Kevin Owens would fit in that group with I all think... the losses and all the things that he's gone through in the past couple of months and all that why not yep he's established on TV people know who he is and right now he's a baby face that is not doing really anything getting beat up by one eye fucking Alistair Black coming out in his fucking tight leather best nineteen eighties dress pants. Like <laughs> on here, bro. And yo, Black, I like that dude, bro, but uh, Jesus Christ. But yeah, yeah, man, they need somebody established gotta be a leader of that group, bro. It can't be a bunch of new niggas that have not no, been. No, it team. can't. It can't because it didn't work before. Like you said, it didn't work with with uh Nexus before. Now right. they need a formidable leader. They're gonna yep. need somebody with like like the the attributes of a fucking MVP. Right. You know what I'm saying? They, they could they could talk these people up and big them right. people up. Exactly. That's what's going to be needed, bro. And I think what you just said right now, Kevin Owens would be the best bet of being that person. And he has to be shot into a title picture. Some Absolutely. Of these, and then some of these, like, key, they have to be key figures in there. Like, if it's Dijak, he has to be a key figure in the mid-card. Uh, if Mia Yim or Chelsea Green is there, they got to be a key figure and a and a thorn for fucking um for Oscar. You know what or, I'm saying? Or, or 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 right. Being that it's a couple of different, there's a mixture. It's like it's, sometimes it's eight of them, sometimes it's ten of them, sometimes it's twelve of them. Like you don't really know how many people they are. If it's gonna be a group of guys and girls, right? And let's say it is Mia Yim and Mercedes Martinez, two badass bitches. Put them as a tag team. Let them beat the shit out of all these girls on NXT. Let them beat the shit out of all these girls on Raw and SmackDown. Put them in a tag. Put them in a tag team title picture. They're badass. It'll work. 
Dijakovic is six foot eleven and he does moonsaults and he says six up. foot eleven. <laughs> like, yo, he's bro, that dude's incredible. He should be in a mid card picture. Like, they can come. They should come in and do what Nexus should have done, which was tag title, IC title, US title, and I will take over. Take over. Take over. It don't gotta be forever. It can be for a few. It can be for like. Two, three pay-per-views. Yo. It could be easy. You know, you know what I just thought about, too? Imagine a, a, a match between Bobby Lashley and Dijak. Bro. Dijak is nice, bro. Bobby Lashley this? versus Dijak. Put it in the books. How about this? Survivor Series is coming, right? Yeah. You know, Brand War. W- uh, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, right? We've only seen Retribution now. Supposedly now they're only a raw group, which just makes this stupid to me. They should be on all the brands fucking shit up, but whatever. You know what it is, yo. The big dog's back, baby. He needs all that. He needs all that camera time. <laughs> Gotta show them new teeth, baby. Gotta show them new teeth. <laughs> teeth leave. Shout out to Woodrow. <laughs> what if, right, you have that, that brand match. You have the raw guys against the SmackDown guys, against the NXT guys, right? So Raw guys come out, SmackDown guys come out, no NXT guys come out, no NXT guys come out. You go to the camera in the back, DK, they all laid out. Oh shit, what happened to them? All right, fuck it, we got to start the match. Niggas come out in all black. They jump in the ring. And all the guys that were supposed to be in the NXT team, the masks start coming off, and it's the fucking NXT team, their retribution. And they just beat the shit Ooh, out of fucking Oh, okay. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. And they mask off and start unveiling who they are guys and girls you know what i'm saying throughout the show people are getting jumped and they don't know what's going on retribution has been banned from the building some type of shit whatever you know there's a million things they can do with that but they're already in the building you know what i mean yep, yep. They're, they're already there they already infiltrated that locker room you already got girls in the girls locker room you know, got people in the smackdown and roll locker room Listening in, oh, this is our strategy. We're gonna do it. If retribution comes out, we're gonna do this. Don't worry about it. They're banned from the building. Hi, <laughs> right, motherfucker. We'll see who's banned from the building. And then they come on and just whip everybody's whip ass. Whip everybody the- ass. And then when right. the lights and, go uh, off. Right, right. Hey, fuck exactly. Yep. And then, oh, shit. They were here the whole time. Niggas oh, right it's on- these niggas. Oh. Oh, shit. It's the- oh, shit. She's in it. Oh, he's in it. Oh, what the fuck? But who's the leader? Somebody from the Raw or SmackDown team turns, they're the leader. They were helping them get into the building. They were helping them get into the venues. They were helping them get into the back and all that shit. They were giving them access to get into the ringside area and all types of shit like that. The whole time, right under anybody, everybody's nose. And a nigga like Kevin Owens, who's such a great, slimy fucking heel when he wants to be, and then it, it would be a perfect role for him to do that shit. Yep. Yep. Perfect. That should be so dope, bro. Oh man, where's Vince? Yo, Vince. Vince. Look at. <laughs> Here, the last three minutes of this pod. We got something for you. <laughs> we got something. Please. I know you don't see anything in Alistair and Andrade, which I don't understand, but maybe put them but in there. See, fuck. that that's another that's another set of talent that you know that their their weakness got exposed very quickly, and well, now, but but now you know Andrade had something to hide that weakness. He has Zelina Vega. All he like, had to I, do was stand there, look pretty, fuck a nigga up, and keep it moving. Right. You know what I'm saying? But well, I think what helped him too, though, was that that Charlotte 
fucking web to fall back on. And now she ain't there right now. Yeah, but in NXT, in NXT, bro, he he was doing it. He was. You know what I'm saying? Like they. They had him as like a, a a party playboy, you know. He was he was he was losing his matches because this nigga was only eyeing bitches and he ain't know what to do. He got with Zelina Vega, got serious, won the NXT title, and was having fire matches at takeovers. Fire match. Had a great run with that fucking you title. Know? And tell you about Shorty, bro. And Listen, now she's nice, B. She can wrestle. She was nice in TNA. A lot of people don't really remember that. When she was, she was a TNA, TNA had a woman's tag team title before, I mean, WWE had one back in the day, but I'm talking about recent history. She was a TNA woman's tag team champ, and she was the main star of that team. I don't even remember the other girl, to be honest with you, but yo, she been nice, and I'm glad she's going to wrestle again. I don't feel like they need to break them up for her to wrestle, but... Sometimes they do shit, and I'm just like, but why is she? Why, she can wrestle, and he can wrestle. Why the fuck can't they both wrestle, and she can still represent him? I don't understand. I don't get it. He needs the mouthpiece. He can't speak the language. Like, what the fuck? Don't make no type of sense, B. You, might, you know what? If he's going to be a heel still, then have him as one of those, I, I hate to say it because it's such a generic thing to do with a foreign guy. But have him do his promos mix Spanish and English and, you know, have him show that aggression when he speaks in Spanish. Right. You know, they, they're they doing it with Oscar. Why not they do are. it with him? They are. You know? They are doing it with Oscar. Maybe, how about this? Being that her and Black are actually married in real life, what if they put them together? Because she's into all that dark art yeah, shit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And to help him out, because, yo... He can cut a promo, but with this character that he's doing now, maybe it's better that he doesn't. And he just don't talk at all. And she could just just control him. And she can just talk for him and control him. And being that they're a couple, like, I think that shit would work. Because, bro, that dude is incredibly talented. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to Alistair Black. Hell yeah. These guys in WWE, his moveset, his... Yo, he's ill, like... And I'm just like... He see... Here's the shit. We spoke about Ricochet earlier. There's yeah. a, a, 50 niggas on the roster that can flip and fly and do all that shit. There's nobody that can wrestle like Alistair Black. Nobody throws kicks like that. Nobody throws strikes like that. He can high fly. He can springboard. He can get down and technical wrestle. There's not a lot of people that can do all those, all those attributes and do them well and do them convincingly. The dude is a fucking talent. A uh, talent. And I feel like if they don't use him, they're fucking wasting him. Like Andrade, he can do everything in the ring. And at his size, there's not a lot of guys that can wrestle lucha style that big. Because, yo, he's a big luchador, bro. I think he's over 6'2". Nah, like, he's, he's not, actually. <laughs> not? No, Andra- not? Andrade's like 5'10". Nah, he looks bigger than that. Just he looks bigger style. than that because he's always, he's always next to fucking Zelina Vega. And his, he got a bigger upper body. Like, Hector Garza is a skinny nigga. So he yeah. makes him look skinny as fuck. Yeah, Andrade's 5'10". Uh, I think Garza is like 5'10 as well. He makes him look so fucking small, bro. Holy shit. I could have swore homie was like 6'2", bro. Them niggas are tiny. It's, you know, the game is everyone's yeah, small. Yeah, they're both the same size, B. 
That's crazy. They do not look the same size at all. That's the wild. same size, kid. <laughs> that, that, yo, they should let them just feud, bro. That would be a really, really. That's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen. They 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 got the breakup. Zelina's not gonna be around. It I think it's gonna be up to them to get to get not only each other over but to get themselves over. It's gonna Absolutely. be to it's gonna be up to them. Whoever comes out on top from this uh from this segment with them two, I think that's the one that's gonna flourish. The other one is gonna look. Instead of letting these guys go, the option that we gave that option C going back to NXT. Right. Isn't gonna be bad for any of them. Isn't gonna be bad for anybody on the main roster. You know what I'm saying? Why not? Why not one of these guys go back? Why not one of these guys go back and join Legados de Fantasma? I could see right. Garza doing that because Andrade feels big. more of a bigger name. Right, and Andrade kind of feels better as a solo guy. Yep. Right? Me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he was in Los Ingobernables when he when he was La Sombra and all that, but. It was different. It, it just—he's, he, you know, he's one of the—he's one of the the creators well, of Mexico, that shit. Mexico, there's not really single niggas. Everyone got a faction, or they're in a team, or they're in something. There's not really standalone single guys. There's somebody they got somebody's back. Like that's just how it is down there. You know what I mean? Like it's just—it's just the wrestling is just different. So I understood why it was done like that. But now here, he should stay. A single guy, bro. I think he can be a star. Doesn't matter. He doesn't speak the language. Neither does Oscar. Neither does Kerry Sane. They were fucking stars, like tag exactly. champ. Exactly. he's a woman's champ. You know what I'm saying? How many times she won the woman's title? What third ring or some shit like that? Like, come on, bro. It can work. You don't. And yo, going back to NXT. Look, Austin Theory, great talent. Went back to NXT. He's getting beat every week, and I think it's because he got caught up in that movement shit. Yeah. So yeah. Him back, but we're gonna bring you back. But you're gonna get your ass kicked for about six months. Yeah, we, we need you. We need you as an enhancement talent. Yeah, so we need you as an enhancement talent. You're gonna have. You're gonna damn near break your elbow trying to hit Kushida, and then he's gonna tear your fucking arm out of its socket. Okay, all right. All right, all right. One, two, three, go. But yo, listen. A lot of people had to eat shit to build up. Look exactly. at Triple H. Remember? After the current call. After the current call, bro, he did not win a match for a fucking year. Every match he lost, every pay-per-view match, every Raw match he lost, bro. You can go back and look at that shit. Until, lost. until he got that King of the Ring. King of the Ring. And then look where he is now. So it could work. And, yo, Theory, yo, that dude's a talent, bro. No, he's they, talented. He just got to get his shit together, bro. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't even want to speak on him too much, bro, because that whole shit with him was was just wild. And, I mean, I'm not going to say he's guilty. I'm not going to say he's innocent. But right. I just rather not speak on that guy because it if he is if he is guilty, right. bro, that motherfucker needs the, the book thrown at that motherfucker. Bro. Right, but not it just but there's a nigga that whole shit. Just look at nigga New Japan bringing Will Ospreay back. He was involved in all that shit. You know what I'm saying? They got all, they got theory on TV. NXT UK back. Gallus is on TV. They were all involved in that shit too. Uh, like, no, I think it was just the uh, the main dude. Okay. Joe, John, no, Joe, Joe Coffee, Coffee, Joe Coffee, yeah. Coffee, okay. And he like, he he admitted it. He didn't even deny it. So I'm like, all right, bro. <laughs> At least you made your bed, so you already know. Right, it. right, right, right. I mean, now you know. Wrestling is you can do a lot and get away with a lot, and 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 the fans will, if they fucked with you, they will forgive you, and they'll let a lot of shit slide. But there's certain shit you can't let slide, man. All right, word. I feel you on that, B. I feel you on that. Absolutely. You know 
But, um, yo, we're going to wrap it up here. All right, brother. You know, we're hitting that hour 30 mark. I yes, <laughs> can't sir. believe that shit. Word, but, uh, yo, man, I'm, I got to play something else off of Conway, bro. Yo, can you play that Jesus Crisis? Yo, I'll be honest. What's the, what's I, your joint? I wanted to play the Alchemist joint. Ooh, the Don Damani joint? Yes, yes. Yo, the beat switch on that is red hard. Yeah, I know, bro. Yeah, go ahead, throw that one on, man. Yo, I've been. That's Why he got a hold of the gun? Cause I got it. I got it, motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah, that shit's been on repeat since it dropped, bro. Literally, like amazing I, work, amazing it, work. And you know what's crazy, my nigga? This is not his album. His he album said, come out. He November. said this is the album. Mm-mm, he got another one coming out. He probably got this another the, album coming out, but yeah, that's... he got. This is not the shady. This is not the shady album. Oh the no shady no album, no! Next one. I think they only they only signed as a group to Shady. Uh uh-uh. uh they're signed as a group, but Westside and Conway are signed as individual artists as well. Westside got the album coming out after Armani Season drop her shit. Then it's Westside shit. Then Conway got his shady debut coming out this year. Yes, bro. And you yes. Got, and yo, dude, you can't forget. You got and, Benny, and Benny with the hit boy. <laughs> I don't know why though. No, Fuck it's um, it, it's no idea. No, no ID got an album with with Benny coming out. No, he got Hit Boy's executive producing it, but No ID is doing most of the beats. Yeah, cause No ID talked about it. He got a whole album, cause you know he yeah. did the one with uh, Big Sean, Nas, and now he got Benny coming out. Right, 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 right. But yeah, definitely gonna play that that Alchemist joint off of the Conway, bro. That's what's up, brother. You already know. And this was episode 122, if I'm not mistaken. I'm losing Oof. count now. It's been, it's, we're in the triple digits now. We're but, 122, man. That's crazy, bro. Crazy, bro. This is the 20 by 20 podcast, and we are your host, Nathan McFly with B-I-N-G, Bing, you heard. Shout out to the boy Woodrow, and of course, shout out to the Nation of Domination, you and heard. shout out to Los Boricuas. And shout out to the Hurt Business. Word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Peace. Be safe, bro. Peace. Alchemist. No. Smoking this motherfucking gas, nigga. Smoking. On a PJ, nigga. Dump the ashes in a cool to say, fuck, nigga. <laughs> Look. Uh. Bust down on my bitch, I blew 40 on it I'm the Don, cop the Don, threw 4G on it Shots with me, and he got two 40s on him Shootin' like it's the game winner, Robert Ori on him Dolo everywhere, wear every necklace Draco on the seat, bitch, I'm well protected They wonder where I'm getting money, I ain't selling records I tell them I was simply playing chess instead of checkers Blue hunters in a brown paper bag Riding through the city in my new paper tag I take a half and make it take a bath I made a bag, threw baguettes on my wrist Look like the bracelet glass Half a brick on the table, I know it ain't gonna last So much fish scale, the shit looking like a plate of bags I told the bro, wear your gloves and cover your face with masks Not for COVID-19, shit, you got H the bag The niggas hate, but it don't make us mad I'm sitting courtside watching the Lakers play the match I ain't doing no verses, homie, we can't collab Every pole got a beam, we playing laser tag Real shit, foreign assets, and I ain't even in my bag yet Look, we been getting money
money before the rap checks. Hit the backwood twice, this a gas check. Never needed nothing from a bitch but her address. Yes, cause she wanna fuck a rich nigga. Yo bitch wanna fuck a rich nigga That's my bitch now nigga I hold on to the gun Why should he hold on to the gun? Cause I already got it motherfucker Single verse is a verse of the year contender Guess it's cause I only 